0: Member only access at Paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome again to the Paulstone Sports Podcast. And it is, can catch the time? It's actually 7 p.m. Central Time, straight up on Tuesday, June 7th. And this is episode 55 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. In this week's podcast, entitled, It's the Same Old Song. Uh, for those of you uh, old enough to remember, long enough in the tooth, of course, uh, a tribute to a quartet of Detroit's finest, uh, the Four Tops, one of Motown's original groups. But I won't be preaching on this week's podcast about longing for a Love Gone Wrong, which is kind of the theme of It's the Same Old Song by the Four Tops, But rather, I'm going to be pleading to sports bettors to improve their betting habits, to cut out the fat from your portfolio. I'm sure many of you uh, bet parlays from time to time. You might even bet them regularly. And rest assured, the sports books love you. They might not reward your conduct with a free sweet and uh, steak and lobster and all that type of stuff, but trust me, they love you. And I've preached this message message in the past, no question about it. I'm preaching it again tonight because it's worth repeating. After all, it's the same old song. So the CEO of a... uh, you now I was going to say a relatively new sports book, but it's not. It's been around several years now. But the, the CEO of a, a sports book out there, he was uh, speaking at a conference earlier this week and quoted as saying his company was, quote, trying to make sure we have a high parlay mix, end quote, adding, quote, the parlay percentage of bet mix goes up each month end quote. If you'll recall turning the clock back, I believe, four years, uh, and they brought the case, um, you know, well before four years ago, but the state of New Jersey brought the case that ultimately led to the repeal of so-called PASPA. I believe that was back in May of 2018, and what that did was that opened the door, as many of you know, for the state-by-state legalization of sports betting outside Nevada. Uh, New Jersey, I believe, the plaintiff in that lawsuit, uh, was the first of the new states to offer sports betting uh, in the wake of the Supreme Court's landmark decision. And if Pennsylvania wasn't second, they were certainly one of the first handful of states to uh, be ready to roll with sports betting and get it out to their uh, residents and others visiting their states. So uh, New Jersey and Pennsylvania, certainly two of the first new states to offer sports betting uh, after the repeal of PASPA back in spring of 2018. In any given year, just to get some perspective, in any given year, a sports book in Nevada might report a uh, hold percentage let's say anywhere between three and five percent uh, the percentage that they hold uh, on their betting handle you know I don't check these percentages regularly uh, but I believe I'm at least in the ballpark so while sportsbooks in Nevada might report a an annual hold of three to five percent in the beginning and I haven't again I haven't kept up with it quarter by quarter, year by year, because I've got other things to do. But I know in the beginning, New Jersey and Pennsylvania were routinely reporting whole percentages in the double digits. You know, maybe they still do. Again, I got other stuff to do. I got handicapping to do. It's not the focus of my practice. Uh, It's not something, again, that I examine every quarter. So what's the primary reason? And again, they might be the same today, but what was the primary reason four years ago for those high hold percentages in these new states? You know, to set the table for my answer, the new states obviously feature a larger percentage of new bettors, novice bettors, if you will, newbies wanting to risk a little to win a lot. Novices who don't realize or perhaps, you know, simply don't care that parlays are the friend, you know, better, better put, probably the best friend of the sports book. But not, and I emphatically emphasize, not the friend of the better. I think it's worth the slogan even. And I've got one, and I plagiarize, I believe that's the right word, I plagiarize at least partially my slogan, friends don't let friends bet parlays. You know, some betters, this is what I'm going to kind of make an analogy, and some betters still wouldn't even care or give it any notice uh, if this was the case, what I'm about to present, if this were to happen. And some betters wouldn't care because they fully accept their ultimate lot in their betting life to be a loser. Uh, not to be a loser in life necessarily, but to be a long term losing sports better. But what if sports books were required to post the theoretical hold percentages on all the offerings on their betting menu, much like larger restaurant chains? Are federally required to display the caloric content of all their food items. You know, first of all, I believe the con, you know the collective consumer response among betters would maybe be similar to, to customers going through the drive-through. You know, I, I don't care. You know, we're going through the drive-through right now, and getting that uh, number one or number two. You know, I don't care that if the triple meat cheeseburger, you know, drowning in may- mayonnaise uh, with a jar of Thousand Island added for, uh, you know, good measure, maybe six slices of cheese, a-, a whole hog of bacon, you know. I don't care if it's got 3,000 calories. Well, that tastes, that sounds good. You know, give me what I want. And the betting public might be the, uh, you know, might be the same way. And by the way, this is probably a good time to uh, segue into my buddy Matt Eumann's uh there at VCEN, who's um, each summer he publishes his fast food rankings. I think he goes about 50 deep now, but I don't know the exact release date, but they're coming to V-SIN, uh later this summer, and many of you will uh, be waiting for that uh, very anxiously. But I digress. Again, you know, it, it's not going to happen. Sportsbooks are not going to be able, I shouldn't say it's not going to happen. Uh, I think it would be highly unlikely uh, that sportsbooks would ever choose to because they wouldn't do it electively, or uh, more likely, even though it's still not likely, be required to post their theoretical hold percentages on certain types of wagers. But if they were, would it affect your betting choices? Would you make a, a conscious effort to focus more on the lower hope markets and avoid, at least Somewhat or mostly the higher hold markets. If your answer is yes, again, they're they're not going to be required to post this information. So if your answer is yes, it's up to you to do some investigating, you know, find out which markets Mathematically give you the best chance to be a long-term winning sports better. And there are guys out there that, that are sharper than I am uh, at, at this but you know, it's probably going to be in straight bets especially if you have a day of the week where you can get reduced juice below the standard minus 110. If you have a day of the week where your sports book or one of your sports books, because you have multiple sports books for sure, one of your sports books offers minus 108 juice, or better yet, even minus 105. And you're probably only going to see this in, in football or other major sporting events. But taking advantage of reduced juice on, um, you know, straight wagers is certainly a way to positively impact your bottom line. And, And, you know, when we get down to it, I want you to remember, you know, kind of today's message. If the CEO of a large sports book company tells investors he's striving to achieve, and I quote, a high parlay mix, He's not doing this to line your pockets, folks. And, and also, you know, you need to remember those newbie states, stocked full of newbie novice bettors, intoxicated by the promise of the parlay that those states reported, at least in their early stages, and maybe still today, but they reported early on, double-digit hold percentages. And that is just unbelievable, almost. Three-team parlay, let's talk about that real quick. And again, this is the same old song. I know it. I've I've talked about this before, and I'm going to repeat it. Maybe some of you didn't uh, listen to that podcast. Maybe some of you are listening for the first time, and I appreciate you tuning in. If you are, whether you're a first-time listener, a most-of-the-time listener, or an all the time listener, I appreciate you spending time with me and uh, devoting a a small portion of your week to to hearing what I have to, uh, to say. You'll agree with some of it. Most of it, a little bit of it, and perhaps even none of it. But you look at a three-team parlay, it has an actual 8-to-1 chance of hitting, but it only pays 6-to-1. I see some people who say it's got 6-to-1 odds. And I might be, my definition might be wrong. Again, I, I'm not, I kind of beat my own drummer and kind of say I'm, I'm kind of isolated. I stay in the room in the corner (laughs) and do my own thing. But I don't think it's got six-to-one odds. I think they pay you six-to-one, but I think the true odds are eight-to-one. But they pay you six-to-one. Six-to-one's not the odds. Six-to-one, to to me, the odds is a synonym for probability, but maybe that's not the case. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm just going off, not knowing really what I'm talking about. But it has an eight-to-one chance of hitting a three-team parlay in any event, and they're only going to pay you six-to-one. Then a two-team parlay, it has a four-to-one chance of hitting. They only pay 2.6 to one. So, you know, what the heck? Again, friends, don't let friends bet parlays. So I would present that if a sports better simply ceases to bet parlays and makes absolutely no other changes, in their betting habits over time over a large sample size that person has immediately improved their ultimate bottom line and I wholeheartedly uh, believe that and I know some of you it's, it's just for fun and you don't mind losing a little money and I, I do stress that's really probably the best way for a lot of people to enjoy sports betting uh, to not get overextended to not get in trouble financially and just to treat it as an entertainment budget and set some type of limit and uh, just enjoy it and risk a few dollars for the big win. I understand that. I, you know, I'm talking uh, when I make this, uh, uh, preach this message and, and and say these things. You know, I'm talking to the person specifically who, you know, strives to be a long-term winning sports bettor, and that's kind of their uh, – their focus and certainly there's other ways to do sports betting. There's other ways to enjoy sports betting and maybe even enjoy it more if you're not that serious about it. So I certainly acknowledge that and certainly respect uh, that element. But if you're trying to win, if you want to win and you want to trim out some of the fat, quit betting those parlays. Uh, We're going to look now at this week's PGA tour stop, the RBC Canadian open. I'm going to do a full tournament matchup. Uh, this is a tournament, the Canadian Open, which rotates uh, to a different course each year. Uh, it's being played actually for the first time since 2019 uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, and even though he won this event uh, three years ago, you know, a long time ago, he won by seven strokes too. He ran away with the event. Roy McElroy, seven strokes, the champion in 2019. And he is the defending champion, again, since they didn't play in 2020 and 2021 due to the pandemic. Uh, St. George's Golf and Country Club located in Toronto, uh, the fourth largest city in all of North America. It's going to be the host this week of the RBC Canadian Open for the first time since year 2010. 21 Canadians going to be participating in the event this year, which begins in two days on Thursday, June 9th. And my recommendation for a full tournament matchup uh, in this event includes one of those native sons, but I'm not going to be recommending the homestanding golfer. Instead, I'm going to look to his opponent. Uh, and this week, 24-year-old Sahit Degala, uh, he was the consensus college golfer of the year in 2020 during his final year at Pepperdine. He has been installed in these, these Prices will vary uh, dramatically from book to book. So, if you got multiple books, man, there is no market, or I should say, very few markets where shopping matters more than in golf matchups and betting outrights in golf. They can uh, vary drastically. But I just looked at a few sports books uh, before I started recording. The Gala currently a minus 129 favorite in a full time, uh, full tournament rather. Matchup over Canadian Mackenzie Hughes. Uh, the Gala, he's made eight straight cuts in stroke, uh, stroke play events, tied for fifth this past week in the Memorial Tournament. Hughes, meanwhile, he's been up and down during 2022, uh, mostly down. Uh, he's made just four cuts in his last 10 stroke play events on tour. The Gala clearly has the better current form. He is going up against Hughes uh, in this full tournament matchup. Hughes on his home soil. But the gala is playing good golf. His current form is just too much for me to ignore. So I recommend taking Sahith Thigala minus 129 over McKenzie Hughes in a full tournament matchup in this week's Canadian Open. Now for a promotion uh, for my uh, service, Paul Stone Sports. Uh, Paul Stone Sports currently... Running a promotion during the entire month of June. Uh, persons who sign up uh, for my college football package by June 30th not only going to get all of my premium selections through the national championship game in college football, you're not only going to get all those selections, more than 100 during the season for just $499, you're also going to get a series of bonuses. Uh, the early bird signups are going to get my early week one in college football, uh, game of the year plays. And if that's not enough, uh, early subscribers also going to get my regular season win total recommendations. And to top it off, if you're interested, you don't have to be interested, but if you are, we'll have a 30-minute telephone conversation, uh, longer if you wish, uh, during, which, during which you can uh, ask all things uh, handicapping-related uh, or concerning you know, the upcoming 2022 college football season. You can ask about a conference, about a team, about a player. You know, It's just an open, uh, open door, and you can uh, ask any reasonable question, and I'll do my best to answer it. If you want to just chat about where I like to vacation and my favorite kinds of beer and things like that, we can do that as well. Uh, over the last seven seasons, uh, spanning almost 700 selections, I am proud to say, very proud to say, I have legitimately hit 56% against the spread as monitored by the independent The Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. If anyone else has that type of independently monitored uh record over that period of time, uh, I'm really not sure who they are. Again, $499 for college football, $749 for my college football, college basketball package. Uh, College Hoops won again last year, Uh, or you can get my all sports package, college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf, 365 days of all my selections for just $899. To uh, investigate or sign up, please go to my website, PaulStoneSports.org. Again, that's PaulStoneSports.org. If you have any questions, you can certainly email me as well at my email, paulstonesports at gmail.com. Again, paulstonesports at gmail.com. Well, I appreciate uh, all you uh, guys and gals listening to me one more week. We've obviously passed the year mark of this podcast, uh, episode 55 this week. Uh, It's been a pleasure. If you want to recommend any... uh, podcast uh, for uh, potential inclusion. I'm I'm certainly uh, topics that you think might be interesting. Uh, I certainly will take a look at that. Uh, You know, it can be a little bit difficult trying to come up with unique things to talk about. And I kind of, sometimes I kind of talk about the same things, but try to present some unique information or put a unique twist on it uh, or what have you. So if you have any recommendations and you say, Hey, I really think more persons than just myself would love to hear about this. Pass those on to me. Email those to me. Again, paulstonesports at gmail.com. You guys have a great uh, second weekend of June uh, that's going to be before us here uh, in a few more days. Be safe this week. Uh, Be considerate of others. Be kind to others. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time. And until next time, once again, I'm Paul Stone signing off.